0: folks just a heads up this is our annual hypotheticals episode where we're celebrating 420 uh, and so of course there's going to be some intoxication going on in this episode as there usually is Um, and so if that would bother you to hear then I encourage you to skip this episode take care of yourself thanks Welcome to the Dildorks, dorky discourse on sex, dating, and masturbating. My name is Kate Sloan. I'm a sex journalist, a sex blogger, and I am such a frequent weed user that I can see like at least four or five different preparations of the marijuana plant around me just on my desk right now. (laughs) (laughs) Who are you, friend?
1: (sighs) I'm Bex. I am a sex educator and porn maker and, like, was gonna tell you the name of the strain I'm smoking right <laughs> now, except I took a hit before I got on the call and have since forgotten the name of the strain I'm smoking right now, even though mm. we're not supposed to be high yet. Sorry. <laughs>
0: Yes, we are talking about weed today because this is the week of 420, the international marijuana holiday, I guess, whatever you want to call it, and we do our annual hypotheticals episode this week always, which if you haven't listened to those episodes before, I would really encourage you to go back because they're they're definitely some <laughs> of my personal favorites. Uh, but basically the tradition that we've done, I think this is the sixth one. OMG! I think so. Um, is that we gather a bunch of questions that are like hypothetical questions about sex, dating, etc. Um, this year we have over twenty that came in from various listeners and from my partner MB, and so uh, we answer those questions while we are high. And we traditionally always do the intro while sober or mostly sober uh so that it's funnier when we (laughs) when we play a funny sound effect and transition into the highness uh but before we do that i did just want to say um i think probably a lot of our listeners know this but like there are still really restrictive and frankly very racist uh drug laws in many places uh across the united states and canada and elsewhere um There are many places where folks of color are disproportionately jailed for drug offenses, and that can happen even in places where drugs that are in question have since been legalized, which is obviously, like, total bullshit, not a great thing. Uh, so, once again, this year, we are recommending that you join us in celebrating 420 by making a donation to the Last Prisoner Project, which is a nonprofit that works on cannabis criminal justice reform. They are doing some really, really great work, and I would encourage you to check them out at lastprisonerproject.org. I am going to make a donation after we finish recording this because, yes, this is an important subject, especially on 420. I mean, all year round, really. But so, it is time. Do you want to discuss our strains before we grind them up and and do them?
1: Yes. Okay. Uh, I am um, I f- guess I feel I still feel fancy that when I am able to say what strains I am smoking, since I have like a medical card now, and I mm-hmm. am not back when my brother would give me strains and be like, "Would you like lemon or purple?" Mm, you <laughs> know? Mm. Um. But today I'm smoking citrus spice, which. Like, is one of the strains I have right now that has been knocking me on my ass and making me quite silly. <laughs> so I think it should okay. be a good time. Yeah.
0: All right. It sounds what like something delicious that you would bake. It, it uh, tastes I've got, really good. I've got pink cookies. They both sound like delicious things to eat, although I don't yes. think that they probably would – tastes much different from regular weed but uh <laughs> yeah you mentioned to me that you think this is a pretty horny strain so it seems like probably the right pick and I'm gonna vape it. It's my it. memory of it. Have you seen my fancy ass vape? Look at this Ooh, thing. It's the, it's the right so color pretty. too. It is I love it yep. so much.
1: It matches your headphones.
0: Yes I should take a picture. <laughs> okay now we will take the customary break where I play a funny sound effect and when we come back we'll be high. Okay, and we're back, and we're high, and it's time to discuss these wonderful questions. I wanted to start with the one that made me laugh out loud when I read it. This is from a listener of ours in our Discord who said, Would you rather? Two choices. Mm -hmm. Choice one, every cis man is now great at talking about feelings. Mm -hmm. Or, choice two, every cis man now knows where the clit is and how to properly stimulate it.
1: Okay. See, this is an easy one for me because the it's the first one. Yeah. Because, like, if every cis dude was better about feelings, they would be able to handle having a conversation about where the clit is, and (laughs) like, I could just teach them that. First of all, where the clit is and how to touch it is an easier conversation that like is an easier thing to teach practically than how to cope with the vast array of feelings your meat suit can produce. I, gosh, yes. that's yes. shit. If I I feel like when I used to hire people for retail and it was like, I would rather you were good at talking to people than know about video games. Like I can teach you about the product we sell. Right. I can't teach you how to talk to people. This is I can teach you about where the clit is. I can't teach you how to have a feeling. It's, Jesus it's Christ. It's like
0: an operating system versus an app. It's like they're kind of on different planes. Um, right, I right. I totally agree with you. And my mind went to more of a geopolitical direction with it where I was like, Yeah, can less you more. imagine? Yeah, <laughs> if if Putin and Trump knew how to talk about their feelings, I mean, the it would be an entirely different universe. Like Right. I, uh, you know, and (laughs) yeah, I totally agree with you. You can navigate the clip problem much more easily if you can bring it up without the man in question getting embarrassed or ashamed or defensive or whatever. And then not being able to talk about it and like posturing about it. And uh, yeah.
1: Right. And I, to your point, I agree. I think the ability to talk about their feelings would have a much more of a like global structural change and i kind of wonder if in that reality we would have a systemic issue of men (laughs) not knowing where clicks are is the thing we're already (laughs) at an
0: existential chicken or the egg question and this is the first question that's so funny
1: i i mean i i don't know i feel like I feel like it would be so much of a fundamental change in the world. I'm not saying there wouldn't be other issues, but I don't know if that is the way it would manifest. I don't I that's all agree I'm
0: with you. You're saying this is a very hot take. I want to make sure that we're being clear <laughs> about what you're saying here because I think it's brilliant.
1: You're I'm not saying clear that about what
0: I'm saying. That in that in a world where there was open emotional communication that there maybe would be no orgasm gap. And I think I agree with you. I think you're right. Yeah. yeah, That's fucked up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Once again, the most brilliant episode of the year. Just saying.
0: (laughs) It really is. It really is. I feel like we say things in hypotheticals that sometimes we don't realize as our sober selves until like two or three years later. And we're like, oh, I could have known it. It's like we see into another dimension. It's great.
1: 16 minutes in, and it's already brilliance. Yeah. Most of those are bloops and <laughs> bong sounds.
0: Would you like another question?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Yes. This one is really fun. You have a $5,000 budget for sex work services to use in one weekend. How do you spend it?
1: Ooh. Ooh. Probably. Okay, so I spend it on a party. Um, mm. I hire several people for several hours. I don't <laughs> want to spend a weekend with any one person, and I don't want to spend a weekend fucking a series of different people. Um, <laughs> that would be like exhausting in a way I wouldn't super enjoy um mm-hmm. who i would hire oh um that is a question that would require more research i would probably find great joy in bringing together people who like particularly like having duos together or people who have wanted to work together and haven't yet and if i have crushes mm-hmm. on like both of them that would be quite fun um <laughs> i would uh also i would definitely look for folks who were um like experienced tops and dominance um Mm. in impact and rope i would want to be tied in assorted ways um i would probably look for an opportunity to get gang banged in there somewhere um yeah i think that is the scenario that I would I would shoot for, but like it would take a bit of, of planning on my end. Yeah. <laughs> for any more specifics. Anyway, yeah. wow, lost in that idea, I guess you answer <laughs> things now. Yeah,
0: you really kind Whew. of floated away there. That was funny to watch. Um <laughs> I'm first going to buy a bunch of porn. I think that that falls under this oh, umbrella, yeah, right? Yeah,
1: good plan. Mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. I'm first
0: going to buy like everything Heather Harmon has ever made. She's my fave. Mm-hmm. Um and then probably every uh porn DVD that Tristan Termina has directed. That mm-hmm. seems like stuff that I need. I mean, I don't I I don't know why I said DVD because <laughs> I don't own a DVD yeah. player, but you know what I mean? Buy it in whatever form I can use. Maybe I can buy a DVD player with the, with the sex work budget. Um, mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I definitely want to get a two-person erotic massage. That's something that I have done mm. once before. And it was like such a special occasion thing. I was only able to afford it because a publication was paying me to write about it. And they didn't even cover the whole amount. Like I, I literally had to pay to write this piece. Um, but that was so great. Uh, those folks were sexological body workers. And I really like that type of massage. It's, mm. it's very nice. Um, and then I would definitely want to hire a pro dom for probably like a schoolgirl, school bully type of maybe professor, student role play. I'm thinking about the ritual chamber here in Toronto where they have that like school lockers area that's really Mm, authentic looking. Um, I would probably also want to hire a pro dom of any gender to do like a medical play hysteria scene with me. Mm. I'm just thinking about all the rooms in the ritual chamber and the last time I was there, they also had like a doctor's office room with like stirrups and stuff. Yeah. Um and then probably would want to hire someone who could do rope suspension on me. Um, so I've never done that, and that's pretty cool. And then maybe some other um, like specialized things that I have wanted to try, but haven't met anybody with the skill set like needle play or uh I don't know what else. But I don't I mean, to do all these things in a weekend, honestly, I don't think I can handle it. <laughs> Right, that's why I'm, like, I
1: could have a series of people I would be interested in hiring, Um, but, like, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't want to do that back-to-back in a weekend. I would rather have, like, three folks for a weekend, you know, for a couple hours and, like, just have a good time. Though I forgot entirely porn was on the table, and, like, I would also consider like several bits of custom content from folks
2: because that's the
1: thing that's fun yeah Um, and there are a couple of performers that are quite good at what they do um or like just like a really lavish night at a strip club one night and then hiring someone
0: damn yeah that's so good wouldn't that be lovely uh yeah because i'm like the issue i'm running up against is like i don't have as high of a libido like f- in terms of sex or kink that i would want to do this many things in one weekend but a a strip club is different like that's for me like obviously there are some sexy feelings too but like for me that's mostly just like fun night out it's like going to the theater right. or something
1: <laughs> and i can't usually afford to yeah. do what i wanted you know what i mean i'll but have my like... five
0: thousand in singles please <laughs> Yeah, like, <laughs>
1: a really lavish night out, and, like, maybe hiring a sex worker to come with me to a strip club, and then Ooh, go then home do, like, and have, sugar like, daddy a thing. really fun kink scene, like, that yes. would be fun, like, I could, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, another question? Did we talk about yes. our sex work spending habits sufficiently? Yeah. Probably. I think sure. I mainly just want a two-person we spent- massage and then a lavish night at the strip club and then some some kinky thing.
1: Yeah. That's how Yeah. Yeah. I think I want to hire someone to come to a strip club with me and then beat me and, like, tie me up. Yeah. Probably.
0: Okay, we got to move on because otherwise we're going to get just lost in the fantasy.
1: Um, (laughs) Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: Would you rather be able to snap and make a partner come on command or snap and make yourself come on command? This is very much definitely a hypno-kinkster who wrote this.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. That sounds right.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Probably snap and make someone else come on command because that's hot i'm thinking like the scenarios when i would need to like make myself come on command like i don't know if the person i'm playing with doesn't have con if this is just like a hookup or something and i'm not quite getting off but like the times i want to get make myself come on command are like porn and like this is a hookup and I'm bored now. And just like sitting on the side, like is not subtle. I don't, it doesn't really seem uh, as helpful, but like snapping and someone else coming is just a hot little power game that you have between the two of you. And that's pretty much always fun.
0: Yeah, I agree. There's no particular appeal for me about, being able to snap to make myself come like honestly i don't really want either of these but Mm, i guess that if i could snap and make a partner come on command i just like wouldn't do it very often um because i i like the the build-up process um i think that Uh, I'm a person who, like, if I can take a lazy shortcut, often I will. Even if I know that it would be better if I didn't, like, that I would Uh, have a better time if I did.
1: It's rude to talk about me like that.
0: (laughs) 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 I'm right here, Kate. I know. I just don't want to give myself that tool, you know, because I, I just. uh, Yeah, yeah, can I just reject the whole? I just don't want it. I decline. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I would push the dopamine button too often. Yeah. Because, like, as you're talking, I'm sitting here like, yeah, no, I, like, I honestly, I also like the buildup, and I wouldn't use it that often either. It would just be a cool thing to, like, Mm -hmm. ha, I could suddenly do it, and it's just, like, it would just be cool to know I have that power. But, no, you're right. I, (laughs) I... we'll push the dopamine button as many times as possible that's like diagnostically i will do that I, so yeah, yeah. um <laughs> maybe don't give me this power uh, sorry guys
0: yeah we gotta work for sorry, our guests, the old-fashioned way
1: <laughs> they're literally listening to this being like but give him but but give him the no you're right he shouldn't have the power it's fine <laughs> Direct apology to you personally, Pat. (laughs)
0: Um, For talking um,
1: myself out of it.
0: I I think we may have asked this question before, but I feel like it's a good question to revisit on occasion and just update your take on it. Um, What is the sexiest Pokemon?
1: (laughs) Oh. (laughs) (laughs) My face went through a series of faces that none of you will enjoy on this audio medium, but... Uh, Were you thinking think we about Mr.
0: Mime? Because that's what I was thinking about.
1: No, definitely <laughs> wasn't.
0: Do you know that Mr. Mime is still called Mr. Mime even if she's female? Yes. What's... what? I mean, I know it's a translation issue, but like philosophically, if we think inside <laughs> the world of this game what's going on there is there are there no are all the female mr mimes cool with being called that or are they all sort of like butch i don't you know like i imagine
1: i imagine it's more of a we think all cats are girls situation (laughs) even though they're not cats are girls and and dogs are boys even though that's not at all true
0: Oh, so are you saying I say
1: it and we feel like it's true? Right. Like, Mr. Mimes or Pokemon in general are really just animals. So, like, we're the only ones calling them... I don't even know if they call each other Mr. Mimes. I don't even know if they know that that's what they're called. (laughs) This is just what we call... I don't know if they have a concept of gender that could ascribe to Mr. and that even understand... Like, I don't... I don't know. All cats are girls. I don't know. This is my boy, Miss Puddles. I don't. It's fine.
0: <laughs> I, you know, I've never thought about it, but yeah, that makes sense. Um, I think that my answer is, is Machamp. Um, oh, yes. I think it, it's a toss up between Machamp and Ninetales. I mean, maybe mm. I just have a thing for a lot of limbs. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. A lot of appendages. <laughs>
1: Oh, jeez. champ's okay.
0: like, beefy. I'm pretty sure that this is what exactly what I said the last time that we talked about this, but, like, how are you ever going to get better? That He's, like, vaguely humanoid. He's got huge mm-hmm. arms, huge muscles. He's probably way taller than me. Haven't checked what his height is in the decks recently, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, these Pokemon jokes are only to make myself laugh.
1: It's I don't know. I am thinking... Well, no, so I am, I'm picturing him in Pokemon Snap. And I don't think he's that massive. I think they're actually like surprisingly human heighted.
0: Well, I mean, I'm
1: but I'm okay with that. They're still jacked,
0: right? I'm easily pleased. So it's I, all ha- human. I had a yeah, I had I'm a, a dom human. once who was five feet tall. So we're, we're <laughs> it's good. fine. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> no, I. I mean, you've got me convinced. Honestly, I am leaning like i'm trying to rifle through ghost and dragon types in my head actually
0: right now would you fuck gengar oh
1: maybe maybe
0: look at Machamp, though look at him
1: yeah no i mean he'd fuck me up and i'd be into it no i'm convinced he could punch the shit out of me
0: oh my god i need to have two arms left over
1: I know. He, I, he why might am be I the only person I would allow to pick me up.
0: Oh, right. Because he could actually yeah, that guy's moving like boxes around. Without in the being basement, like, I'm gonna so, die. Yeah.
1: Hey, this this guy's he's got, he's got four arms. I would feel secure in everything.
0: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I like that there is a middle option because Machop evolves into uh, what's the middle one um there i forget what the middle one is named but he is just sort of more humanoid i think he only has machoke. two arms machoke they oh well chokes in his name i mean shit <laughs> it's
1: true it's true he's like he's like a jacked twink
0: <laughs> you think do you think machoke is a twink i think that's stretching no. the definition utterly of- jacked twink look at this beefy boy i don't i don't think that's a twink
1: no that's true i was
0: when compared to
1: when compared to machamp is the thing
0: oh okay machamp's like the big bear daddy
1: exactly and this guy's more i don't know he's got more of a cub situation going on
0: it's funny he is beefier um, than he
1: was in my memory I appreciate the you think, uh, laid.
0: <laughs> Do you think that the champs who are bottoms and subs have a hard time getting laid?
1: No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're moving on. We're moving on. <laughs> I don't know why that was the funniest possible answer. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> No one is funnier than Bex on weed. I really think this is true. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I think I know what your answer to this question is going to be, but I have to ask you anyway. Okay. If you could fuck anywhere in the world and not get caught, where would you pick?
1: Ooh. Uh, Anywhere in the world and not Mm -hmm. get caught?
0: Mm -hmm. (sighs) Mm-hmm. Shit. On top of an active volcano.
1: Well, I was I, I, I'm presuming I'm not getting caught by humans. I don't know what the fuck mother nature has got involved. Like I don't I like I don't know if I'm gonna, <laughs> you think I don't the know animals if animals are going to be like <laughs> No, the volcano. I don't no, I think know. protection from being caught protects me from lava.
0: <laughs> no, no. I don't think so either. I just think it would be funny. Um, <laughs> you know it would be. Um That's not my real answer. I, I got to think about it. Um,
2: Hmm.
1: Yeah. Hmm. I mean like my impulse is Walt Disney World cuz it feels like the place that I could definitely never get away from it, get away with it. That's
0: that's what I thought you were going to say. Yeah.
1: Like I'm try I keep trying to think about if there is something else that feels equally impossible which is like cuz there's kind of a like part of what's fun about, for me, about fucking in public or in weird places is like an achievement unlocked kind of feeling or Mm -hmm. like, uh, you know, like collecting them almost or whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. And that is the one that feels the most impossible and also I'd be least willing to risk because they would not let me back in. And I like that place. (laughs) Haven't been Mm -hmm. in a few years, but I enjoy it. Um, so I'm gonna probably not take my dick out there often. Um, Imagine
0: if you, if you had sex at, at Disney World as like the truest, highest expression of your love and esteem for that place. And then as a result, you were banned for life. Like, that's like a, a great, you know, Oh, Henry short story or something. I know. It's tragic, really. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But yeah, I'm still, I mean, like, top of my bucket list right now we were just talking about is like oh is a locker room as like a set to shoot porn in um Mm -hmm. but like that feels within the realm of possibility i think
0: yeah i had two things come to mind they're both a little strange um one of them is i don't know if it's still running but there was recently a production of steven sondheim's musical company on broadway um and i would love to fuck in the bed on that set um on the nice. stage empty theater uh or better yet, the uh, the bed in the set from the this is so nerdy from the 2007 Broadway production of the same musical um, it's solely because Raul Esparza made out with people in that bed and it's okay I'm a fucking musical theater pervert it's fine um, <laughs> and the other thing that came to mind was uh, somewhere at my high school Ooh. I maybe that seems weird but it just it's sort of like I always kind of wanted to be a person who was like cool enough to have sex at school like I heard rumors about other people doing it and I like I there were many times when I thought about doing it or like maybe could have done it or like wished that I could do it or whatever so Mm -hmm. I just think that that would be fun but I don't really know exactly where there's not a lot of like soft surfaces in a high school
1: (laughs) yeah no that's a good one I would very possibly in a stairwell in one of my high schools as well or Mm -hmm. or in a stair in one of a stairwells in my high school because i got damn close several times so like that would be fun but i still think disney wins Where in disney god uh (laughs) definitely don't know um (laughs) somewhere in the magic kingdom but
0: what's that what's that punny ride Jungle, the jungle cruise. cruise, yeah, just yeah. do it on the jungle cruise while while the while the puns are happening. That would no, do it for me. No, <laughs> <laughs> just just me and a skipper. <laughs> the skipper's a
1: person. He'll skip not you like, all night long, baby. <laughs> it's not like a recording. There was a guy up there. I like, know. I know. <laughs> just just doing bad stand up. While I'm fucking on the bench in front of them. That, that'll that really set the mood.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Pirates has got to drop. That's no, we don't need that. I will fall out of the boat. Um,
0: <laughs> Just strap yourself down tightly.
1: <laughs> haunted Mansion could be fun, but I would get too distracted. Small World's a nightmare. Um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, that's like an SPH scene.
1: Someone could jerk me off in in Space Mountain. That'd be a fun time.
0: It's a small dick. (laughs) (laughs) ass. That is a nightmare. That's like an LSD trip. Jesus fuck. Oh,
1: God. Oh, God. Anyway, ask me another question or I'll keep naming Disney rides.
0: Okay. Okay. If you could only ever have a certain number of fingers inside you, how many would you want? Oh. this is tough for you because fisting yeah can I explain where this came from because this is a question from my spouse and we we were just talking about that time I think you probably remember this when a guy who I was mm-hmm. very into at the time was fucking me with three fingers and he was like are you sure you want three fingers? And I was like, I think so, why? And he was like, because with two fingers, I can do this. And he like took the third one out and like just went in really deep, went right for the A spot. And I was like, Mm -hmm. oh my God. (laughs) Um, I made that exact sound. Uh (laughs) Sounds right. Uh (laughs) But then we were talking about like, it really can change the experience more than you might think because you can just do different things with different amounts of fingers.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I... (sighs) That's kind of exactly what I was thinking about because there are like, like I'm thinking around three or four, probably four though. Because with three, like your pinky is just kind of in the way. Like three is rarely sustainable for a long period of time.
0: It's true. Three is sort of an awkward zone.
1: Yeah, exactly. And like four is a bit more than I could probably take like from jump that's might be a lie (laughs) ash might be laughing somewhere (laughs) but um (laughs) somewhere in the future my pet is giggling to themselves um i can sense it um but like four just seems more comfortable for them to maneuver and in turn probably more comfortable for me to take and more sustainable for them to do for long periods of time
0: Right, that like it's close enough
1: to fisting.
0: Yeah, it's almost there. Yeah, I gotta go two. I mean, I'm very predictable yeah. on this. Two is the mm-hmm. right and uh, the right number for a spot stuff generally for me, and you can do really good G spot stuff with two as well. Mm-hmm. Um, once it's bigger than that, like I kind of would usually rather have a dildo. Um, things yeah. can feel a little too scrapey for me, so yeah
1: yeah i do gotta say i am often surprised by two like (laughs) every time like someone stays at two for a minute and does something more focused it's like going back to the pure wand from like one of my larger more realistic dicks where i'm like (laughs) all right you can pay attention to like a pinpoint spot that's some good shit too goddamn
0: yeah yep when you're in the mood for it you gotta have it
1: exactly exactly
0: All right, if you could give one kink to everyone in the world, what kink would you pick? Can I say um, mutual pleasure, mutual compassion and pleasure? (laughs) It's not a kink.
1: Um, Well, my impulse was service. Um, Oh,
0: that's basically that. Yeah, you're right. Shit. I mean, like.
1: When it plays out in more complicated ways, I think, like, it, it can look like they're to understand people and things. It can also look like people-pleasing. But, like, I don't think there is a kink we can give everyone to make them better people in the world. Um, just, like, baseline. Um, yeah. Like, because I don't think it would be great to give everyone power kinks, because I think that would... Yeah manifest in some rough ways
0: this question is tricky um, from an ethical standpoint because not everybody wants a kink mm-hmm, i don't want to mm-hmm. impose a kink on people that they wouldn't want if for example they're ace or sex repulsed or whatever it may be
1: mm-hmm. well i mean you do need to think about the ways the kinks might manifest differently in folks who like someone who is sex-repulsed getting a kink doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to want to do that during sex. They can yeah, enjoy more it in just other meant, ways like, for other reasons.
0: Yeah, I... I like, I, I mean also meant, get like, what
1: you're getting at, but, like...
0: I, I have an answer that I think makes sense. Mm. Um, I think I would pick praise. And at Ooh. first I was like, well, wait, wouldn't that just make everybody really needy for praise? And then I was like, no, because if every single person in the world was turned on by being praised, then praise would be a standard function or much more standard anyway of sex. Like it would just be included more automatically in sex because you know that you're turned on by it and everybody else is or everybody Mm -hmm. you've been with anyway. Um, And so there would just be more praise. There would be more um, affirmation of people. And I think that that would make the overall sexual landscape better and i also think that even for people who didn't do sex or kink that it would just like make all praise hit them in a better way you know
1: yeah no i think i agree because like i was where i was also getting caught in was thinking about like what would it what would it do to the nature of that kink for everyone in the world to be into it Mm -hmm. because like there are so many kinks that like well, if everyone is into it, is it still a thing that I am into? Like, so many things that are about taboo, (laughs) right? Or about, like, humiliation or, like, all kinds of things that are about the cultural weight of doing that thing. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: What happens if everyone's into it? And I also, like, I was thinking about – so I was trying to think about, like, what kind of kinks you could give someone that would manifest in a lot of different ways that would still feel like a lot of different kinks. You know what I mean? Mm. Something like, um, restraint, which can look like bondage or or it can look like rope. It could look like cuffs. It could look like mental bondage. It could look like, et cetera, et cetera. Right. But I think, I think you nailed it with praise. I think I'm gonna like, Yeah. I think, I'm I think it. That.
0: I think it has to be something uh, that, if done non-consensually, would still be positive or harmless. Like it can't be mm-hmm. like spanking or whatever, because if right. everybody has the kink, then people who don't care about consent and are abusers, etc., are going to have it, and they're going to do a lot more non-consensual whatever that thing is. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, if the worst that you're getting is unsolicited compliments, I mean, that's that's catcalling. It's not great. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. But um, I think that it's probably better than people running around hitting each other.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you.
0: Maybe a bit more of a romantic one because we've been just talking uh-huh. about fucking a lot. Typical. This one, I wrote this one. This came to me randomly. I was just out Ooh. about a couple weeks Ooh. ago. Um, uh, it's sort of a two two to three part question. <laughs> Okay. If you were able to access a list of everyone who's ever had a crush on you, first of all, would you want to see that? Secondly, what would you do with that information? And thirdly, would your answer change if everyone else also got access to their own list?
1: Everyone else on my list gets access to their own list. As soon no, like as I everyone look at in it. the
0: world, everyone in the world gets a list. That's so like, as soon as everyone. I look at
1: my list, everyone else gets a list. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I don't need all that. let's start there i don't need all that (laughs) step two um would i look and what would i do with that information um i think i would look i wouldn't do a damn thing with the information regardless Mm, um i wouldn't I would maybe become slightly ballsier flirting with people who I am into who I know are now into me. I imagine that would be Mm
2: -hmm.
1: a result, but I wouldn't do anything major with that information. Um, Given the opportunity, I think I would be too curious not to look. Um, and I can't really imagine a situation where I would be particularly bothered by anything that I found. Uh, at this point, like I make mm. porn for a living and I'm like fairly used to there's not a way to say this this I'm fairly used to people being into me <laughs> is the thing like yeah. I don't like it's not I'm fairly used to like finding out that that person that I know has seen my porn and it's like oh wow okay cool great neat <laughs> I suppose um like. I am professionally attractive, I guess. So, like, mm-hmm. I am fair, already fairly comfortable being like, "That's cool, you're into me, great." Like, we're not gonna do it. Uh, that's that information is neutral, and we're not doing anything about it. But cool, good to know that you're into me. Neat, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I know that it wouldn't weird me out or whatever. Anyway, this is a long, rambly tangent about that. Ultimately, just amounts to be talking about how hot I am. So I'm just gonna <laughs> stop. What do you no, think?
0: I, I like I like how you yeah how you thought that out. Um, I think I have no problem if everybody else gets access to their list. Um, mm-hmm. Looking back on my life, there are times when I thought I was good at playing it cool around people that I am into. I know now I'm not. I'm just definitely not. Um, you've yeah. seen me. Uh, I think that if someone I'm is paying not. any attention, they probably know when I'm into them. Um, mm. I would definitely look at my list. I uh, I think as a person who's like always been super shy and socially anxious, like there are many, many situations where I didn't make a move purely because I assumed that there was no chance. And I know, like even in retrospect, since some of those experiences happened, that I was wrong about that. Like I, I've looked back at old mm-hmm. journal entries and been like, why didn't you see that he was clearly into you? <laughs> like, um. <laughs> So I think it, I think it would bring a lot of closure for me to be able to see that list and like I think I'd, I I mm. do think I would use that information but uh a caveat that I have is like I would want to I would want information to be included about like when like what time period did they have a crush on me and like do they still basically because like mm. if they don't I'm not going to try to do anything but like uh you know, if I see that a person who I've been thinking about on and off for eight years, like, still thinks about me, I'd be like, oh, hey, like, I should probably just text that person.
1: Yeah. No, that is useful information.
0: And I, like,
1: I'm not categorically against other people seeing their list. The thing is, I'm not mm-hmm. comfortable deciding that the whole rest of the world sees, is, is now seeing the list. Like,
0: oh. <laughs>
1: and also, I am like, things just get very complicated if suddenly everyone has access to, like the whole world has access to, the, to a list of everyone who has had a crush on them. How does that change how we relate to people in the world? Mm. I don't know, just yeah. fundamentally, how does that change relationships and things?
0: Yeah, I also wonder what's the threshold of where a crush starts? Because it's not oh, always God. that clear, you know. Like sometimes it's sort of a slider situation,
1: right? Like there are <laughs> definitely pe- like shit. If I have kombucha faced at you once or twice, am I on your list now? Like I, if I'm over here, like you know, a, a little high, like I don't know, like mm, you. That was kind of funny. You're kind of cute. Like no, wait, no. What was that? Never mind. No, definitely yeah. not. Yeah. Like...
0: That's true. There are so many people who I have had a crush on who I now am like, why?
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't need to be held accountable for all that. Yeah. <laughs> My crushes don't need to be documented. hmm <laughs> No. He says on his sex podcast. Anyway.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um... um Oh, okay. One more question from a listener in the Discord. Mm -hmm. Uh, What mainstream celebrity would you want to dominate, submit to, or have as a guest on the show? And when we're talking mainstream celebrities, we're talking, like, you know, movie stars, famous musicians, um, comedians, etc. Like, you know, people who, like, the average normie would know, (laughs) not, like, sex-positive community heroes. Although there are a few who have broken through,
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, I I mean, Matt Bomer is the answer to at least what I don't, I have no idea who he is in person. He's probably a horribly human being. I don't know, but like, <laughs> what does he think that? I don't know because he's rich, um. <laughs> and I, I don't like and because that is how it would come back to bite me. Mm. But he's very pretty. Yeah. Um, And is my first thought because I had a weird sex dream about him recently. So apparently he's on my mind. Um, I'm trying to think of if there are other celebrities that I would want to hurt me. (laughs) This is always such a weird one because I'm like... I guess him, but I'm really just picking a face. He probably doesn't even have any practical skills. Does he ha- does he know how to suspend me? Which celebrities will know how to suspend me and hit me? I would like to be hit. Right. I don't
0: like I'm like my I'm, like, I'm I'm googling openly yeah. kinky celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> I I need pick to one know with
1: a good face. I don't know. Um,
0: um. Oh, Kristen Stewart is just the cover image of this article.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh Oh, and to have on the show Neil Gaiman cuz he is kinky. I've read oh, his books almost oh, certainly. Huh. I don't know if he is like it says that he is, but his he certainly writes like a kinky motherfucker. Um mm. and I think he would be interesting to talk to and I would enjoy interviewing him.
0: Hmm. Yeah, good pick. Yeah. Um, I would want to have on our show um, a celebrity who's connected to a piece of media that's really important in the history of fan fiction.
2: <laughs> mm. Sort
0: of fucking nerd. So that I think would be either Jillian, what's her name, from the X-Files. What's her name? Mm. Uh, Anderson? Yep. There she is. She's also, uh, I'll say that again, she's also one of the stars of Sex Education, so I'm sure she mm-hmm. would have a lot of interesting stuff to chat about. Or the mm-hmm. other person that I was thinking about was Benedict Cumberbatch, although he sort of is not always that thrilled to discuss kinky Sherlock fan fiction, even though <laughs> it's all its all picturing him and describing him. Um, I think either of those people would be really great. Uh, right now... I'm wanting so you to- would
1: want to talk to them about, like, their experience oh, of someone? Yeah,
0: yeah I would want to like- talk to them about, like, what it's like to have played a character who is so highly sexualized and is so important to these subcultures. And, um, yeah, I just think that it's interesting to be a celebrity in that position. And also, like, with Jillian, mm. for sure, I would want to talk about, like, what drew her to that project of sex education and like, you know, what she had learned from doing it and her thoughts on sex-positive parenting. And, yeah, that would Does, be cool.
1: That's such, that's such clever, like, direction to go with it. Like, such <laughs> a clever you. answer. I'm just over here like, I want to talk to the pain author <laughs> about pain. I want to – he writes pretty words about hurting, and I want <laughs> him to say more of them but to my face. Thanks.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, once in a while, my four years of journalism school – Help me out. (laughs) You
1: know, like with your whole career. Yeah, probably.
0: Um, (laughs) But in terms of celebrities, I want to do stuff with. Okay, right now I'm really obsessed with the show Superstore, which is like
2: Mm, a workplace
0: mm -hmm. comedy a la The Office. And one of the leads is uh, Ben Feldman, who played um, Michael Ginsburg on Mad Men. He's like just a Mm. real pretty Jewish boy, like just – I love me a pretty Jewish boy. This is just a fact about me. Um, he's just really, he just has a face that you want to kiss and like slap a little bit. So oh. I want to dominate him and um, submit to, I mean, I think it's got to be Nick Jonas. <laughs> <laughs> um, Because the same way that you feel about Neil Gaiman, that you can tell that he's kinky uh, from what he writes. Ah, I'm pretty sure Nick Jonas is kinky. Um, yeah and he just has like this very confident dominant energy to him. I'm <laughs> I'm just like weirdly obsessed with Nick Jonas. Always have been, always will be. <laughs> Those are good answers, I think.
1: Yeah, solid answers.
0: Okay. Oh, I have one more that I was going to ask you because it's super weird and it's about T-dicks, but <laughs> from a listener who wrote the average human body has several holes that are impractically small or shallow for your average cyst dick, for example, any navels, ears, nostrils. But might those not be perfect for a tea dick? You're making a displeased face.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I am, I, I don't. So I'm imagining earwax on my dick is what I'm imagining. That sounds like a pop punk band name. (laughs) Nope. No, it doesn't.
0: Nope. (laughs) Earwax on my dick.
1: (laughs) Oh. Oh, God. Although, okay, no. So, like, fucking belly buttons would be some, like fun shit around eroticizing fatness that would like Hmm. probably take some growth for me honestly you Um, mean emotionally or physically yeah (laughs) Ah. (laughs) a little of both frankly (laughs) um but like could be quite cool and quite hot um Mm -hmm. but like yeah otherwise no Sorry, absolute no.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Like like wriggling my friggin' nose at the thought. I'm not. Unacceptable. My problem isn't even the orifices, it's the substances in them is mm. the thing. Like none of those they're the, the reason the belly button is okay and the ears and the nose are not is the, the difference between- The button
0: does between, not produce its own inherent fluids. Yeah.
1: No. No. And
0: surrounded by fat, not fucking
1: cartilage. Or like, nose hairs. Or right. Earmarks. Cartilage and nose hairs and mucus and are not, I don't want to put my dick in there.
0: I'm getting so stressed out answering this
1: they're just not and they're and they're not even like they would be weird a weird shape to like
0: yeah you can't really thrust out. in there too good, oh no. it's an interesting thought thought experiment, <laughs> but I think that there's a reason why it's not gone mainstream, you know.
1: Nope. Nope. My, like, my, my T-dick is perfectly happy with assholes and cunts, just like any other dick. Listen, I'm just (laughs) low-maintenance kind of guy.
0: Keeping it simple.
1: Keep things simple. Butts and mouths and holes, like, it's fine. I don't need none of these newfangled ears. None of this. (laughs) none of this knows bullshit absolutely not
0: okay well thank you for joining us for this week's episode of the dildorks i have been kate sloan you can find my sex blog at girlyjuice.net you can buy my book 101 kinky things even you can do wherever you get your books there's nothing in it about fucking ears or noses but uh you do you i guess um <laughs> i'm also on twitter and instagram at girly underscore juice where is your stuff
1: I could fuck I do the <laughs>
0: <outro>. <laughs> Didn't even didn't even get through one word.
1: <laughs> you could do it. I'm Bex. You can find my writing and information about my workshops at bextalksex.com. You can also find me at BextalkSex on Twitter and Instagram. I'm also extremely naked on the internet. You can find all the information for that over at Billy Lore on Twitter or at BillyLore.com. That's where all the links are to find the rest of my porn. Don't worry, I'm real good at telling you how to pay me. <laughs> I like to eat. Um, <laughs> together we are the Dildorks. We're at the Dildorks on Twitter, and Instagram, and at thedildorks.com. You can also find us at patreon.com slash dildorks to toss a couple of bucks our way. Help us keep doing what we're doing. Once again, I like to eat. And uh, that will also get you access to our exclusive Discord for $6 a month, and our exclusive uh, Patreon-only bonus episodes for $12 a month.
0: I want to say thank you so much to our top tier patreon supporters some of whom submitted some of the questions today thank you to tiffany amelia suki mb argo Stabitha christie and nat thank you also to protodome who did our theme song thank you to amy who did our logo and thank you to you for listening until next time folks get out there and live your sexy dorky life bye bye I feel like I was just doing an impression of myself. Like, I was like, <laughs> until next time, folks, get out there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Same. I like made it to the end and I was like, I did it. I remembered <laughs> most of the things. I only've <laughs> done this professionally for like five years. It's fine.
0: Yep. Yep. We did it. It's fine. Another year in the can.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Make us a sound effects ham.
0: I did not have time to load my vape beforehand, so there is just gonna be like weird vape sounds as I'm doing this, but maybe that's part of the experience.
1: The bong head looks really cool on the phone th- on the like sound wave thingies. see the reason i took a hit before we started recording is because there was like a fraction of a hit of a different strain still in my bong Mm,
0: had to clear the pipes
1: yeah i was like no i need a whole bowl and not of this like the strain that was in there was like my daytime productive strain that has me feeling like focused and like getting like puttering around getting my chores done and like figuring mm-hmm. shit out and I was like no
0: no, no the goal not is that for one. me to
1: be silly no
0: yeah I did a hit earlier today too but it was because I've been having all these nausea issues with my fiber lately <laughs> oh
1: that's a bummer you use yeah. it for appetite stuff now
0: and I asked my psychiatrist about it the other day like, what I should do about the appetite issues, and he was like, if you have a little something in the morning, that'll usually stimulate your appetite for later, and I, I said okay, but internally, I was kind of like, well, like, but that's the problem, it's like, I don't want to have a little something, <laughs> or right. a lot of something, so yeah. weed it is, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's why, it's truly a wild contradiction that, like, the medication that gives me the executive functioning to be able to assemble a meal
2: mm-hmm.
0: is
1: also the thing that makes my body be like, food, who needs it?
0: <laughs> I was just talking to my my coach at the chronic pain clinic program that I'm in, and she was like how often do you go out for exercise, like go for a walk? And I was like, oh, not as often as I should. And she was like, well, you know, the more that you do it, the more energy you'll have. And I'm like, I know, but that's the problem. (laughs) I don't have enough energy to do it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Everyone is like, just do it a little and then you'll do it more. And you're like, that's no, I'm coming to you because I can't do it a little. Yeah. Excuse
0: me, doctor. (laughs) I can't do the thing. Can you help me figure out how to do the thing? Well, what you should do is you should do the thing. Ah, Just thanks. start
1: by doing the thing. Great. I'll get I right I can't on believe
0: that. I never thought of that.
1: Damn it. Appreciate you.
0: I'm like getting higher oh. in real time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, me too. I just slammed that bowl. It's going to hit in a second. This shit. Okay. This is almost 30% THC in here. Well. It seems high. A little over 26%, and then 3% CBGA, which I actually don't know what that one is.
0: I think. Never heard of that. Cannabinidol. Cannabinidol. Yeah. What, what's the word I'm looking for? Can, cannabinoid. <laughs> I don't know. Yep.
1: Cannabinoid. And terpenes.
0: Cannabinoid sounds like a pop punk band. It does. I wonder if I kept the sound effect that I used last year because every year for some reason I never keep it and then I have to spend a long time finding another one that I'm allowed to use. Oh no. I probably kept it because I remember being annoyed about that last year. I was probably like, this year I'm going to keep it. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Okay. I'll just do another really clear bong hit into the thing later on too (laughs) and see if that works too. (laughs) Also, note for recording, Kate, who is presumably soberer kate um can you send me a
0: text you mean editing kate because this is recording you're You're talking to recording kate right now but you're talking you're trying to talk to editing now i'm trying to (laughs) talk to
1: editing kate i'm sorry note for editing kate listen this is recording vex and he is not sober oh are you back i think so excellent how much of that did you hear
0: I, I heard i heard most of it you were just really slowed down so which was very trippy because i'm high you were just like and it would be a cool little power gate and I was like whoa <laughs> 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 okay cool 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 it was very funny yeah I, I, um